Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. I believe this is episode number 15, and I am going to be sharing with you another recording of a live coaching conversation that I had on Clubhouse. Also, if you listened to episode number 14, I am also going to be sharing with you just simply the full episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show, which contained this same conversation. Now, the reason why I'm creating a separate intro here is to let you know this is an episode of Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching, but I actually shared this coaching conversation that I had with Cheryl, which will be introduced to you in just a moment. I shared that with my main audience, the Cliff Ravenscraft show, because that show is very broad. It's not just for people who want to be profitable coaches but it's for people who are wanting to create their dream life. And so the overall theme of the Cliff Ravenscraft show was that to be able to figure out what is the next right step for you to take to create your dream, you have to know your outcome first. You have to know clearly what it is that your destination is and what does it look like to get to that destination. And in this case, somebody who had been struggling for four years to take any significant action towards getting paid in creating a side coaching business, she made almost no progress whatsoever creating paid products and services. But it's because she had no clear picture of what it would take as far as success financially for said business. And so the whole purpose of the Cliff Ravenscraft show version of this conversation was simply to tell my audience, you've got to know your outcome for, you've got to know your destination. The, the, the next logical steps don't become clear unless you have a very clear vision of what success looks like at the destination. You know where you're going. There's a little bit of an additional insight for those who are looking to create profitable coaching careers. And I would imagine that's why you're subscribed to Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. There's an additional insight at the very beginning of this conversation And that is, what does one need to be successful at generating income as a coach? And I just, when it comes in here, do you need a website? Do you need a podcast? Do you need a mailing list, an email opt-in? What does one need? And really, there's only two things. And and I'll, I'll give you the little hint here, and then you'll hear it right into the conversation. And it's simply this. Number one, you need to coach people and you need to ask them to pay you to do it. That's how you become a paid coach. You coach people and ask them to pay you to do it. And all of these people out there that say you need the website, you need the social media, you need the mailing list, you need a podcast, you need all of this other stuff, I just want you to really deeply listen to the question I asked Cheryl, who I'm about ready to introduce to you, When I ask her, what do you think life was like for people who were coaches, who were paid as coaches prior to 1996, before there were websites? It's an insightful conversation and one that I thought would be extremely valuable here in Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. So without any further ado, here is the unedited most recent episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the That's right, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you another recorded coaching conversation that I was honored to have via Clubhouse. Today, I talk with 
Cheryl, or actually I talked with Cheryl quite a while back, but you're going to hear today in this episode my conversation that I had with Cheryl on Clubhouse. Now, what you're going to hear her state at the beginning is that she says for the past couple of years, turns out that it was actually four years, she's been struggling to create a coaching side business that would allow her to leave her day job as a teacher. She'd also like to earn enough income to bring her husband home from his job and several other things that she would like to have shifted and changed in her life. Now, as a life coach, mindset coach, helping people get what they want, I want to let you know that I specifically work in any one single conversation on helping people get what they state they most want. Now, in this conversation, many of you might think, well, gosh, Cliff, why didn't you express to Cheryl that she doesn't have to wait until she has a profitable coaching business, leaving the day job and all that other stuff to eat healthier and work out more? And the reality is, if you listen really close, Cheryl already knows this. And it's not the reason why she asked me to help her. Now, Cheryl, if you ever come back onto Clubhouse and you see me and I've got an opening, I'd be more than happy to help you get the leverage and motivation to not wait until whatever future event occurs to do that. But this is what Cheryl wanted. She says, Cliff, I've been struggling for years to get this coaching side business off the ground. And you will hear her tell you about the various websites, the social media channels, and email lists, and all this other stuff that she's been working on these past several years, but she's just kind of not taking the actions, the massive actions necessary to put herself out there. I think what you'll find interesting is what we uncovered throughout the conversation, what was really holding her back was the unknown, and that's about all I'll say for that. The, everything else will be revealed in this conversation. I am so thankful to Cheryl for her permission to record our conversation for potential use in a podcast such as this. I know that this conversation is going to be so beneficial to so many thousands of people around the world because, well, I've had the same conversation a few hundred times over the last decade or so. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I made the decision to stop helping people launch their podcasts because launching a podcast for so many people were, was just simply not the next logical step. Here I had for years and years and years, people were paying me $2,000 for my podcasting A to Z course. And when I actually got in and discerned what it is that they were hoping to accomplish and all these other things, I, it just turns out that this was just another online course that they were going to invest in that wasn't going to get them one step closer to what they ultimately wanted. For many people, creating another website, creating a mailing list, an email opt-in, an online course, a membership program, launching your podcast, most of the time that is not what is necessary to get what you want. It's just another thing for you to do to spin the wheels to keep you from taking serious action to start generating income. And the reason why you might want to stop the pursuit of generating income is, is unknown to you or it's because of the unknown uh, you you might be afraid of success for one reason or another. So I know this conversation is going to be valuable. Like I said, I've had it so many times in the past, and that's why I'm sharing it with you right here, right now. Cheryl, have we chatted before? No, but I've been in your rooms a couple of times. Wonderful. Well, are you coming up just to say hello, or are you coming up to ask questions and allow me to serve you? I'm happy with either. Which <laughs> Which would you prefer? Well, I would like to ask you some questions. Wonderful. I love that. Let me ask you this. Are you aware that I'm recording and that I may potentially use some conversations that I have with people in podcast episodes? Yes. Awesome. With that in mind, ask me anything you desire. Okay. Well, so I am looking to start a side business of consulting or coaching teenagers and I am having trouble narrowing my focus into what I want to do. Specifically, I'm going to help them with because I, I'm an English teacher 
and I am passionate about college and career readiness. And so 21st century soft skills is something that I'm passionate about. And I believe in passion projects to accomplish that. I think that that will also help kids get into college and um, get scholarships and just be prepared for life in general. But I also teach research, college preparation, advanced placement research classes, and I love the research process. So I'd also like to help kids with scientific research. I know some kids like to do that for extracurricular activities to get into college and prepare them for a scientific study. So yeah, I mean, that's what I want to do. And I don't know if I'm marketing to the parents. I don't know if I'm marketing to the students. I don't know if I want to focus on passion projects, if I want to focus on college and career readiness. I, I just am having trouble. And I don't know if this is me trying to put off because I'm afraid to get started. <laughs> if I'm making this into too much or, you know, I just I've, I've been struggling on this for a long time now. And I want to I want to get moving past this. And I, I just don't know. I, I'm just struggling that, with that. You say you've been struggling for a long time now. How long have you been struggling with this? Well, I've been I've been playing around with the idea for a couple of years. Is it two years? Well, no. I mean, it's it's I've been playing around with the idea for about three three years now. Okay, three years. Good. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going for. All right. So playing around with this idea for three years, and you've not taken any bold actions yet. Not any bold actions. I mean, you know, I've created a website, created two websites. I've created several Instagram accounts, got a podcast that I'm working on with my granddaughter. You know, now I've been on Clubhouse and I'm kind of passionate about doing that. And now my focus is on that. And I'm learning about more ideas about Instagram. And so I'm excited about that. And, you know, I've just got like all these things pulling at my attention that I'm getting excited about, but I can't spend all my time on all of it, you know? Why not? Well, I mean, I, you know, I teach high school during the day, so um, I need to clean my house and cook dinner and, other, you know, I've got other things I've got to do too. Clean my house, cook dinner. What else do you need to do? Exercise, which I've, you know, I, I don't have to, I'm not making time for exercising. What else? Um... Spend time with my husband and children. Okay. Got it. It gives me a good picture. Cheryl, question for you. What is your ultimate desire? Let's just say you get whatever you want. You find this clarity. You figure out who you want to serve, how you want to serve them, and you're ultra super successful. And whatever product, whatever service you create, it just seems like there's a waiting list of people who want to be coached by you or want to buy your products or services. Pretty much you are just like the Midas touch. Everything you decide to do is gold and everybody wants it. Can you you follow what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> if that were to happen three years from today, what would be different in your life than what you have going on right now? If you had everything you want from your coaching business, you were generating as much income as you desired, would anything change in your life? Yes. First of all, my husband would not work. <laughs> he has been um, a very hard worker, very good provider, and we want him to come home. Ideally, I'd be able to stop teaching at the school, and I would be able to fund my health care and retirement for the rest of my life. Excellent. Anything else? Well... Yeah, I mean, I'd have more time to to exercise and eat better. I mean, not that I don't have time to eat better now, but I don't prioritize that due to other things. So eat better and exercise. Perfect. Anything else? Not that I can think of. You just gave me four different major changes that you would experience if you succeeded 
in getting exactly what you wanted from your side business in coaching. Have you ever consciously thought about those four things, how your life would change if you succeeded? Yes. (laughs) My husband and I talk about it a lot. All four of them? All four of them. How often do you talk about this? A lot. I'm, I'm, I'm like obsessed with this passion project, starting my own business. My kids are tired of hearing me talk about it. They don't think I'm going to do it because I talk about it all the time. You've built two websites. When did you build the first website? Oh, let's see. Actually, I probably built the first website uh, four years ago. Okay, great. And then the last website I built last summer. Wonderful. And I taught myself how to do it, and I'm not very good, but I mean, I'm proud of what I did. I learned, learned it on YouTube. But it's like, you know, it's like one thing after another. I build the website, and then I'm like, oh, well, I need an email list, and I need an Instagram account. And it's like I'm, I'm waiting for everything to be perfect before I get started, but I'm really afraid to put myself out there. Well, let me ask you this. Is it true that you need an email list? No, it's not true. <laughs> Is it true that you need an Instagram account? No. I mean, I need something. I, I think I need somewhere for people to go, either a website or an Instagram account or a Facebook page, or I need something. Prior to 1996, do you mm-hmm. think anybody was a coach? Well, okay, that's true, yeah. So prior to 96, people were coaches and they did things without websites. I, I agree with that. You're right. But that, I guess networking in person scares me more than networking online. Okay. Networking in person scares me more than networking online. Okay. You're saying you would prefer networking with people online opposed to networking with people in person. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yes. Yes. All right. Have I told you any website that I have? No. What if I had no website? And what if you looked in my bio and there were no Twitter account and there were no Instagram account? Does that mean that I can't network with you, connect with you here on this one platform, show interest into what's going on in your world, ask you some powerful questions about creating a dream life? What would it look like for you? Helping you get some clarity and helping you make some radical shifts moving forward, basically helping you In one conversation, what if in one conversation, Cheryl, right here tonight, I was able to help you take more steps forward in the next three months than you have in the last three years combined? Well, that would be awesome. If I could do that, by the way, I I want you to understand this. I have no expectations. There is no obligation. I have there. I am not trying to turn you into a coaching client. I just want to say that for the record. If you ever choose to become one, or you reach out to me and we pursue that, that that's a whole separate thing. But just for the sake of this conversation, this is all hypothetical here. If okay. I were able to do that, might you potentially be interested in having an ongoing paid coaching relationship with me? Absolutely. And if I could actually have such a powerful, transformative conversation with you in 90 minutes to where after this 90-minute, one single 90-minute conversation, you take more action in the next three months than you have in the last three years combined, you might be interested in having me as a paid coach. Would you decide not to hire me if I did not have a website, Instagram, or email list? No. Well, yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, not at this point. I saw, you know, I saw you out coming here. Exactly. Do you see where I'm coming from? Do you see the stories that we can tell ourselves about what we need? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I am starting to, just in the last few days, starting to really understand the transforming power that I see available in Clubhouse. If I can just reframe it for you. Clubhouse is just a tool. What the transformation is, is individuals having conversations with one another. Mm -hmm. Clubhouse is nothing more than a technology application that makes use of voice over IP internet technology. That's all this app is. It in and of itself is not powerful. The fact that you and I are having a real-time conversation, one human being to another human being. That's the transformative power. Do you understand that? 
Yes. So what I would encourage you, and, and tell me if you will accept this, I would say don't state that there is transformative power in Clubhouse. But instead, what you've recognized and Clubhouse has brought to your attention is the transformational power that can take place when human beings have conversations with one another. Right. You're right. You're right. So I, I want to make sure that you understand that the, the transformative power is in us. It's not in the app. Okay. So with that being said, here's, by the way, and there's nothing wrong with having websites. I have a website. I have an Instagram account. I have a mailing list. I have all of those things. I don't need any of them, by the way, to have an incredibly profitable business. Technically speaking, I'm going to, I'm going to boil it down to there are two things that are required for you to get paid to coach people. Do you want to know what those two things are? Yes. (laughs) Number one, coach people. Do you want to know the second thing? Yes. Ask somebody to pay you for your coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. I would do that before creating a website. I would do that before creating a mailing list. I would do that before creating an Instagram account. I would be doing all, all of those other things. Those are all secondary. Those things should never be prioritized above coaching people and asking people to pay you for that coaching. Well, I know you're right. <laughs> I know you're right. And I guess that's why I'm here because I know that I'm procrastinating. I just don't know why I, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm just, I just need to put myself out there and I need to talk. And part of the reason why I'm up here is just so I can get experience talking you know, among my peers. I mean, I teach school. I get up in front of kids and talk. Um, usually at the beginning of the year, you know, it's a little bit more intimidating after I get to know people, the kids and, you know, things get better. But, you know, I've, I'm up here and I'm trying to put myself out there, but it's just difficult. It's difficult. Before this conversation, were you consciously aware that there's only two things you need to succeed in getting to become a paid coach? Did you know that all you need to do is coach people and ask them to pay you money to coach consciously? Were you aware of that? Is that something in all of these conversations you've been having with your husband over and over again, did this topic that the only thing I need to do is to coach people and ask people to pay me for their coaching? No, of course, we've never talked about it. I've talked about websites and I've talked about my fears and I've talked about, you know, Instagram and advertising and (laughs) so now you'll understand why you haven't prioritized it because you weren't consciously aware of it but now do you understand it's like ah but you know i know i need my websites i've got i've I've got several instagrams i've got podcasts and you know and then i did that but now it's like but before i even move forward i know i need a mailing list and Mm -hmm. gosh i need a an opt-in for the mailing list (laughs) i gotta create that sales page and i and then i gotta figure out video production to can all, and I got to come up with this social media strategy and the content calendar and all of this. Here's what I want to share with you. There is a way for you to move further faster. And that is, you said that in three years from today, if you could do whatever you want, succeed at any kind of coaching program, products and services, you would bring your husband home so he doesn't have to generate income anymore. You would probably stop teaching at the school. You would make sure that you had enough income to provide for you and your husband and your health care and your retirement. And you would make sure that you were in charge of your schedule 24-7. You got to, nobody else tells you where to be, when to be, who to be with, any of that. You're fully free to create your own schedule. And you state that if if that were the case, you would eat better, exercise more, and you would live the dream life. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Okay. So this is the fun part, and this is one of my favorite things to do. Three years from today, it's Wednesday, March 31st, 2024. How much money per month are you generating in your business? Well, see, that's, I've, thought, I've thought about this. And I, I don't know how much because I, I don't know how much I need. 
<laughs> I don't know how much I need. This is the problem most people have, Cheryl. They Yeah, and I know this is a problem. Yeah. If we want to succeed in achieving any dream goal in life, if we want to have some sort of massive outcome, before we take any mm-hmm. actions, we have to know where we're going first. Mhm. So let, let's see if you can just pull out a number. Just th- is there a number that comes to the top of your he- top of your mind that would allow your husband to come home? You allow allow you to stop teaching. Uh, you you're, you would be able to fund your health care and retirement, give you the freedom and flexibility to create life on your terms when it comes to your calendar. Is there a dollar amount per month that just comes to the top of your head? It doesn't have to be accurate at this point. Just let's start with a number. Well, so um, a big driver of me doing this is a health condition that I have. And so I know that I'm going to need care later on in life. And if I don't have teacher retirement, then I need to be able to afford insurance. Right. And so I don't know, you know, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to. uh, That's just a big concern of mine is just being able. I want to make sure that I'm taken care of. And my, you know, family is taken care of and it's just not a, it's not a, I'm not a financial burden on anybody. What do you think might be the next thing for you to do? What, what is the very next action for you to take within the next seven to 14 days to move you closer to living your dream life? Well, so the only thing I need to do to get started is to ask somebody to pay me to coach them. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Okay. Just to go back to clarify, to become a paid coach, all you need to do is to coach people and to ask them to pay you to coach. But you don't want to do that yet. You don't know how much to ask them to pay you. You're right. I don't. I have no idea. Exactly. And here's what I will tell you. Just tell me if this anywhere resonates to be true with you, because oftentimes it's your subconscious mind that is sabotaging you from moving forward. It is your Mm -hmm. subconscious mind that's keeping you from succeeding in actually coaching people and asking them to pay you money for it. Because you even said, I wonder if I keep doing all these website things and Instagram accounts and all this other stuff. I wonder if I'm doing those things because of blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. What if the reason why you might be putting those things off is because you're afraid that you will become successful at some level in building this business, <laughs> but you might become so successful that you you start thinking about actually leaving your teaching job, which then, of course, means that if you leave your teaching job, you're leaving your health insurance behind. And if you leave your health insurance behind, you may be subconsciously, you're not consciously thinking of this, but subconsciously, there's some part of you in the back of you that knows that if I leave my teaching career and I lose this health insurance, what if I don't make it over here? And the thing is, is you don't even know if you can make it because you don't know what making it is because you don't know the number that you need. Right. Well, that makes sense because I do, I do think about, obviously, yeah, I mean, I consciously do think about losing my health care and what if I what if I quit my job as t- teaching and I am successful for, for for a couple of years and then the market changes or things change and I get phased out of what I'm doing and you know then I have lost the years I've worked towards towards teacher retirement and can't get hired again or something you know I'd like to tell you a story I have a client friend of mine. I've been working with him for several years. When he first became a client, at the time, he's a very high-level executive in a pretty significant-sized community bank. Very well compensated for his job, but he's under a massive amount of stress in his day job. And his dream, his, his dream is to leave that and to do financial education training and education in financial services. He wants to teach other people how to succeed in the work that actually he does. He's, he just doesn't want the, 
the stress and the pressure of what he does. He's he's excellent at it. He's incredibly well compensated. But here's what happened for him, Cheryl. He got invited to come speak at some banking schools. So there's this online banking school. They have these conferences, physical events, year after year. And my client who came to me, he was invited to come speak, teach, and train at those events. And so here he is in front of a classroom and he's teaching 60, 70 people who basically have the same position that he currently holds in other financial institutions around the United States. And he's like, Cliff, I gotta tell you, when I get up in front of that audience, there's nothing that has ever made me become more alive than that. I wanna be an educator. I wanna be a teacher. I wanna be a mentor. That's what I want to do with my life. And twice a year at these events, I get to do the thing that makes me come alive. And then I go back to my day job and it's soul sucking. And it's literally driving me crazy. It's the most stressful work environment. Now, we go through this. He's so excited. He begins to work on a plan. He's a little bit hesitant to leave because he's not sure how he's going to work all these things out. But we begin to do the the most. One of the things that I work with most of my clients is let's figure out what are the financial goals for your business. And so he starts working on this. He begins working on things on the side. The only thing is, is his day job says one thing hey, we understand that you're doing a little bit of side business on the side. It looks to me like you're trying to do, you're speaking at these banking schools and stuff like that. We don't mind that you're speaking there, but we have a, there's a employee agreement that you made that you are not going to be moonlighting, which means that you will not be generating any income from any activities outside of your work here. And so they actually made it to where in this process, after he's worked with me, they said, you are not allowed to generate income. So he had to go back to that conference, that banking school and say, listen, I still want to speak for you guys, but I'm not allowed to receive any financial compensation. So anyway, worked all of that out. He's making massive strides and he's about, he's about 35 days away, Cheryl, from the what he called the leap day. Leap day was the day that he was finally going to go into the CEO of the bank and say, I'm leaving to go start my own business. I'm giving you a three, I don't know if it was a three month, it might have been, a, I think he, he was going to give him a six month notice. He's a very high up person. It would take a lot of time to train somebody. So he wanted to give a six month notice, but he was about 35 days away from giving his notice. And about I think it was about two and a half weeks before he gave his notice, he gets a call from his doctor and says, you have a pretty severe advanced case of prostate cancer. Now, what do you think he, what do you think went through his mind? I can't leave my job now. It's exactly the first thing that came to his mind. And I sit there and I said, why not? And what do you think he said? because I'll lose my health insurance. And I said, so what if you do? What does that mean? Oh gosh, that scares me. (laughs) That's exactly what he said. (laughs) I said, hey, it just so happens to be that you're talking to somebody that knows a thing or two about insurance. And given the fact that you have insurance now, there's a chance that you should be able to find self-insured care uh, or insurance And as long as you continue to carry coverage, you might pay an extra fee for it. But here's the thing. In 2008, he was in the banking industry, right? I said, in 2008, did you ever know anybody that lost their job? Somebody that was working for a business for 20, 30, 40 years. They thought, man, I could never leave this place. These, you know, I've, I've invested so much of my life here. I'm just another five or six, seven years away from retirement, blah, blah, blah. Did you know anybody after the 2008 financial crisis? Do you know anybody who was just a couple of years away from retirement, fully vested, all of this other stuff, they would get all of these benefits for the rest of their life, but then because of the crisis, companies had no other choice than to let those people go. Do you know anybody personally? He goes, yeah, I know a lot of people that that was the case. I said, interesting. So let me ask you this. Now that you have cancer, what's the guarantee that the, the, the bank isn't going to let you go one day if a financial crisis comes? I said, well, you would need to go find insurance then, right? He was like, yeah. I said, well, here's the thing. We already know what 
We've already done the math of what it looks like for you to to be able to succeed financially in creating a profitable business of your dreams with you not having a diagnosis of cancer. So now all you need to do is spend the next seven to 14 days doing research on what it's going to, what are the chances of, what's the possibilities that exist for somebody who is under cancer treatment getting health insurance coverage and at what costs. There's only one way you're going to find out, right? And long story short, Cheryl, that client today is full-time self-employed. And by the way, he just finished his final rounds of medications. He's had he's had all of his chemo treatments. He is uh, he they have his cancer is in remission, and he's finished his entire years long course of of treatments. He's completely off all cancer medications and all of those other things. And yes, he's been self employed, and he's been paying for his own health insurance not provided for the company. You know why he's able to do that? Because he went out and did the research to find out, number one, is it possible? Number two, how much would it cost? And how would that factor into what products and services and at what price he would need to charge for products and services? So I share all of that with you to say, Cheryl, you've got a medical condition. You know that you're going to need some care down the road. So it's either one of two things. You either just pack up the dream and stick with the school teaching, have your husband hang it, stick out at his day job for however long he can handle it, hold on to those medical benefits for as long as possible, and just give up on the dream. That's one option for you. Mm-hmm. Another potential option is within the next seven to 14 days, just devote the next two weeks to doing nothing else in your business pursuits other than researching what medical coverage is available for somebody who is self-employed that will take care of your current medical needs and those future needs that you are currently uh, anticipating in your future. Does this make sense? Yes. So what is, so I'm going to go back to that other question. What is the number one thing, the highest priority that you should do within the next 14 days to get you closer to your dream of being full-time self-employed, leaving the teaching career and having your husband leave his day job? Doing research on what it would take to get insurance if I were self-employed. There you go. That's it. Do you understand that this is way more important right, than, right. than updating your website, creating anything for your mailing list, any Instagram stuff or, the, or anything else? That is right, the yes. number one most important thing. Yeah. I've thought about talking to a financial advisor or planner. You want to talk to an insurance agent. Insurance agent, okay. And you may want to talk to a financial advisor as well, but I would I would recommend that you go find an independent insurance agent who specializes in helping people get coverage for unique situations like yours. Because that's your number one concern, isn't it? Yes. So if that's your number one concern, let's get rid of your number one fear. It, all we have to do, we can eliminate the fear if we have information. If we don't have information, what we have is unknown. Unknown equals fear. Is that correct? Right. So all we want to do is get rid of the unknown. And so I need to know, is it possible to get coverage? Oh, yes or no? Is, and if so, what are my monthly costs? Those are answers you must have. Then once you have that, then do you think you could tell me what's the monthly amount that you need in your business to generate to live the lifestyle of your your desired dreams? Yes. Okay. So number two, once you've researched the medical insurance, the second most important thing is determine the monthly amount of business revenue needed to, and I'm just going to put live the dream. All right. And of course, when I say live the dream, I do mean husband's home, you've left the school, you're funding your health insurance, and you're putting money towards your retirement. And you have that lifestyle that lets you create the calendar and, and, and weekly schedule of your dreams that gives you all of that margin for better eating and exercise. Right. Those are the two most important things that are going to move you forward. Let me ask you this. In the last three years, how much research have you done on how much it would be to pay for that medical insurance? Nothing really serious. I would say zero. 
let's just pretend for just a moment. You're 100% confident you will be able to get the coverage. Whew, that's the dollar number, but at least I know the dollar number. And with that dollar number, I can now determine totally how much money I must generate in my business for my husband to leave the day job and for me to leave school and to be able to provide for healthcare and retirement funding and all of this other stuff. If you had all of that, do you see that your path moving forward is much smoother than what it has been over the last three years? Yes. Let's just pretend for a moment, if we just if we can, let's just say it's $25,000 a month. Okay. And, and again, this is totally hypothetical. It, it, might, it might be $15,000 a month for you. It might be $45,000 a month. I have no idea what your numbers are going to be. But let's just play for a moment and let's pretend that after, let's just say you went and researched health insurance, you just re- you researched everything, and $25,000 a month in business revenue. Now, here's what I usually work with clients doing. Can you, can, now, you want to you wanna business coaching teenagers. So can you find one teacher, teenager who will pay you $25,000 a month <laughs> for your coaching? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a that's a question. And who, who knows what's possible these days? But typically what I t- tend to do in a scenario like this, what if you had 25 clients who paid you $1,000 a month? That would get you $25,000 of revenue, correct? Yes. All right. What if you had 50 clients who paid you $500 a month? That would get you your $25,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. What if you had 100 clients who paid you $250 a month? Yeah. You see where I'm going with this? Yes. So <laughs> 200 people paying you $125 a month. Let's divide that by two. And then $62.50 a month or 400 people paying you $62.50 a month. Now, Cheryl, think about this. Imagine your number is $25,000 a month. That's what you need. You've got three years to get to this level. Do you now see how possible this is? All of a sudden, now I know what I need. In three years from now, I want my husband to not have to work the day job. In three years from now, I do not want to have to teach at the school. I want to make sure that I'm generating enough money for my health insurance, that I'm able to put money towards retirement. I am now full-time self-employed in control of my own schedule. I'm eating better. I'm exercising. I'm generating $25,000 a month. And I'm either, I either have 25 people paying me $1,000 a month, 50 people paying me $500 a month, 100 people paying me $250 a month, or 200 people paying me $125 a month, or 400 people paying me $6,250 a month. Now, let me ask you this. Does all of this seem a whole lot more possible than maybe what you've been thinking of before? Yeah, it does. We don't get to pricing and number of clients necessary until we know the number. Right. So what most people do is they have a day job that they're not all that passionate about. And they have all sorts of dreams and desires and goals in life that for them to live the life of their dreams, they want to escape the day job and create a side business that's going to ultimately let them leave the day job and to create that dream life. This is what the average person does. They say, well, I'm, I got this day job. It's not fulfilling my needs. Let me go create something on the side that I'm passionate about. So they begin to do some research. Okay, so I need a website. I need social media. I need an email list. I need a podcast. And they start creating content. And they start doing things for free and putting lots of value out there. Not at all thinking about how much money do they need to be able to leave the day job. Not mm-hmm. at all thinking about the future of what their life is going to look like and all these other things. But instead, they're just like, I just want to leave the day job. I just want to leave the day job. So all of a sudden, they're working their day job 40 hours a week minimum, sometimes 50, 60 hours a week is many cases. And they're investing 15, 20, 30 hours a week on their side hustle, 15, 20, or 30 hours a week on their side hustle. And you know what? They actually invest that many hours in their side hustle for month after month after month, generating almost, if not zero, income. Yeah. 
because they have no clue what the goal is income wise. Mm -hmm. And then they say, oh, you know what? I've got an audience and I've, you know, I've got a little bit of a social media following. I've got some people on my mailing list now. Now I'm going to create a product. Okay, and then it's like, okay, look, what can I do that doesn't take a lot of time and all this? I know a membership program or online course. And, and they're like, okay, but how much am I going to charge for it? Oh, I haven't thought about that. I guess, what, $29 a month? And then it's like, okay, $29 a month. And then, Cheryl, what I see happen all the time, they spend three months, six months, nine months, a year. I know people who have invested two years putting their online course together two years putting it together and now it's finally ready for sale and they're gonna or their membership program it's it's like the membership is all ready it's all set up i've got all the content created now we're ready to start selling this thing here it is 29 dollars a month the email sequence are all written ah after two and a half years working you know before i because again let's just say it was six months before they even started on the membership program they've been for two and a half years they've been building an audience they've got a couple thousand people listening to the podcast a couple thousand people in their mailing list a couple thousand people following in social media a a couple hundred people show up to these webinars and all this other stuff and they launched their membership program for 29 dollars a month and then all of a sudden they sell 100 spots 100 spots, 100 people sign up to pay $29 a month. How much monthly income are they generating, Cheryl? 100 people times 29. Yep. So that's uh, 2,900, 2,900. Not bad for two and a half years of investment of putting this thing together. Two and a half yeah. years of working 15, 20, 30 hours a week outside of the day job, and they're finally making $2,900 a month. Yeah. This is what the average online business person does. Okay. Do you see the problem? Yeah, $2,900 a month. It's not going to it's not going to let you leave your teaching job. Right. Not going right. to bring your husband home. Right. Right. The most important thing for you to do over the next 14 days is to research how much is it going to cost for me to have adequate health insurance coverage moving forward, right? Right. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, earlier today I was thinking, okay, so if I get this many clients, I could work these days and I could maybe do three groups a day and four kids per group. And, and, you know, and then I like, okay. And if I charge this much and then I was like, well, that, you know, so anyways, the number I came up with was not very much. And I said, okay, well then if I added this, then I thought, well, is that, but so at the end of the, at the end of the whole exercise, I said, well, is that enough? I don't know. That's the answer is I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Could I, is $160,000 enough for, I mean, a year? I don't, I, don't know. You know, I don't know. If you don't know, then do you take actions to ask people to pay you those monies? Because it doesn't no. make sense for you to start getting paid clients who you are now committed to serving for right. however long you promise to serve them when you don't even know if that's going to even get you anywhere close to your desired outcome. And you, you, you have no way of knowing that until you know mm-hmm. what your desired outcome is. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you're not just arbitrarily, well, who do I serve? Well, guess what? You, who you serve is a little bit informed by what the dollar numbers you want to generate. Now, by the way, you, there, there are plenty of things that you could do in coaching teenagers. When my daughter was a senior in high school or junior and senior in high school, I wish I would have invested in somebody who could have, that, that I could have hired and say, listen, I want you to work with Cheryl. I'm going to hire Cheryl for $250 a month. I'm going to have you work with her once a month, every month for the next six months. I'm going to pay Cheryl $250 a month every month for the next six months for her to work with you on getting scholarships for college. Mm -hmm. As a parent, would I pay that? Heck yeah. Yeah. Because I know how much money that would save me. And then you would only need a hundred clients at that rate. And you know what? It might not even be. It might not even be one on one. Here's here's the interesting thing. What if you had? That's what if you had five groups with ten students each in them. Five groups with ten students each. So the, and you met with those students one hour a week. So that's one hour 
per group with 10 students in it, one group meeting per day, Monday through Friday. So you got one group that you meet with on Monday, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, one on Thursday, one on Friday. You've got 10 students in each of those, all right? The parents are paying $250 a month for their students to be coached by you in these weekly groups. Mm -hmm. Guess what that is? $25,000 a month. Yeah, that's... That, that sounds more concise and doable than all the mess I was coming up with earlier today. And it's and the reason why it sounds doable and concise is because it's informed by the number $25,000 a month. Yeah. Is that helpful to you, Cheryl? Yes, it is. That's awesome. So what are you going to do over the next 14 days? I'm going to research insurance. All right. And once you have that monthly cost for insurance, then what are you going to do? <laughs> Add the health insurance to what uh, my husband and I think we need for living. So within 14 days, you're going to go and do this research, get the number on the health insurance. Then you're going to add that number to the rest of the numbers to live the dream life that you guys want to live somewhere between surviving and thriving. And then you're going to say, this is our dollar number. And then you're going to say, okay, based upon this dollar number, you're going to say, okay, if we serve 25 people, how, ma- how much do we need to charge? If we serve 50, how, many do- how much do we need to charge? It's just a simple math problem. And then right. if I look at these numbers and I choose, I want to serve 100 people for $250 a month, what does that look like? How do I serve 100 people at $250 a month? All of this becomes informed very easily once you have right. the big numbers. Right. Is that helpful? Yes, it is. Thank you so much. Well, there you go, my friends. That was my conversation with Cheryl. I have no doubt in my mind that if you're still listening to my voice right here, right now, this message resonated with you. This is something that you may have several different instances within Cheryl's story that resonates with you. Hey, if you've ever gotten stuck in creating the life of your dreams, if you need some help seeing things from outside the bottle, I'm available for some one-on-one coaching. In fact, I've got two spots currently open for one-on-one coaching clients. Check out my work with me page over at cliffravenscraft.com. There are applications for the Next Level Mastermind. There's applications for my one-on-one coaching. And of course, don't forget, you can find me on Clubhouse for the foreseeable future. If you want to know when I'm on Clubhouse, you can check out mindsetanswerman.com slash clubhouse. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset Answer Man.